Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four-year-age, double-pot distilled, non-chill filtered bourbon has creamy, round, and lifting notes with caramel and vanilla, followed by apple, mint, graham cracker, and ginger, as well as cardamom. The finish is slightly French walnut, resolving the sweet, fruity, almost ground cherry and white pepper. Our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick. Respect the grain. Please enjoy responsibly. What's up, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans? This is Alan Bishop of If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything. You may know me better as Indiana's Alchemist of the Black Forest, but if you're at all interested in the Fortean, High Strangeness, the Paranormal, and the Unexplained, then you should tune into my new podcast, If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything. Available now wherever you get your podcast, including Spotify, Google Podcast and Amazon. Season five for the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. This is where we're kicking it off. We are, as promised, and we started off every year, we are in Covington, Kentucky. We are in Kentucky. We are here at the Revival Vintage Bottle Shop and Spirits, correct? You got it. With Brad Bonds. High five, man. My man. Woo! CT. What's happening? And Roxy. Woo! So, starting it off, okay. But we also have our bartender here, Jason. Jason. We'll, we'll just throw up one. Yeah, there you go. And uh, we're going we're, to stop before we break a bottle. No, no. Yeah, exactly. This is a place you don't want to break a bottle. That's for sure. I, I mean, Brad can break all the bottles he wants. They're his. But uh, not not if you're visiting, you want to. There's signs all over. Do not touch. And you got to respect that because this is the key to vintage uh, yeah. spirit. Well, if you right. ask, we can touch it together. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Brad. <laughs> Remember when we talked about touching it together? <laughs> All right. So, but, uh, you know, the, the, you're fairly new, right? How long have you been in business? Uh, we, we were going to actually open in March of 2020, but uh, the world ended. And so uh, we just hit our three-year, actually, last month. So August uh, 7th or 8th in 2020, we kicked this off and uh, grinded it out till today. And it's it gets just easier and easier as we go into the future. Um, I have some great help and uh, just super pumped for the future. So. so the last time we were here, it was really busy. We had... Uh, 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 Augusta Spirits, we had RD1, yourself, we were all talking about stuff and got to, yeah. and it was amazing, but we weren't focused really on the shop as yep. much as I'd like to do. I'd like to do a, you know, get into this because uh, one, you were talking about for, you've been in this for three years. Now about, I would say about six, eight months ago is when I, when I heard about how I had to meet you. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about it, it's the spirits you would think is what everybody would be telling me about. But that's not really, I mean, that is not what, how, how we heard or how I heard about you or whatever. It's about you. I mean, you're, you are collecting fantastic spirits. There's, uh, there's other places that have done stuff like this. But what you're doing is very unique in your mm-hmm. approach to it. So, you know. 
kind of get into that just real yeah, quick. Yeah, man, uh, we're, um, you know, just this This has been like a dream. Uh, this isn't a job. I mean, I basically wake up and I feel like I won the Super Bowl every day. Uh, I have an awesome business partner um, helping navigate this with me. So, you know, there's a lot of gray area in this. It's a, it's new to everybody. And uh, so I have a city commissioner here and, um, and a, a local attorney, so Shannon Smith. Uh, so I'm basically backed by a law firm and you know, a game is being created for me to play at the highest level in the history of the world. And so, you know, I, I think a lot of this stuff, um, you know, in the past, when you think about vintage spirits, it's like people could sell it. Um, but where, you know, where would they take it? So, you know, places like Christie's and Sotheby's and a couple high end bars were buying it, but they, they only wanted it if you had, you know, Pappy or Louis the Trace. And so, you know, I think like Jim Beam uh, trains and, uh, just different knickknacks, you know, kind of went by the wayside. And so the older generation, because of this law that's passed, just really the spirits were being thrown away. And so uh, we can come in and uh, be gracious to who we buy from. And then, you know, in turn, uh, we're not running a museum here. And so the, what's so fun for me is, uh, you know, I, I wish we could give it all away because what got me into it's a hobby, you know, but if you have a business, you can't do that. And so kind of the collision of that meets here. And so you know, we have stuff that starts out at five bucks. You can come in and depending upon how old you are, I mean, for $5, I have like a 60, 60s Polish honey liqueur. I mean, you can drink something that your parents drank here for cheap. And um, I think bourbon's almost like golf or, you know, other th- or boating or something like that. And you, the outside looking in, you're like, man, that looks fun. And then you get into it and it's like, <clears throat> you have to be rich. And so we want to put the game on its head and uh, and really change it for the average person. I mean, the everyday guy and girl should be able to come and have something where they can still pay their bills next week and, uh, you know, taste history. And so that's what we're doing here. Um, I'm basically making the game conform to us. And uh, I'm, at the, I'm literally at the mercy of no one. <laughs> exactly. But isn't that that's, that's the fun of it, right? Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's epic. I mean, you're not at the mercy of anybody, but you're also running a business. So you have all the stuff where you, you know, but you're sharing something awesome. And when you share something awesome, the goal is to come in and just every every day and your, your shop, actually the energy of your shop is it's kick, kick back. Yep. enjoy life kind of thing and that's that portrays your I think it portrays your personality oh, yeah, of what totally. you're doing and the people that you're working with but you know it's great when you get to choose the people that you're working oh, with. oh right? 100% man and um, you know and I think it for for me too alcohol in general is a long journey and what we drank maybe at 15 when you're curious about booze and now I'm 41 you know your body changes your palate changes and so uh, I feel like we beat the game of liquor, and um, I think the best spirits are already in a bottle, and we have it, but how do you take the horse to water? So, you know, we've basically beat it. We've peeled the game back. We can use Zelda. Like, this is the end. I'm, I'm showing you, like, I found the, the sword and the, you know, the bow and arrow and stuff, and <laughs> you either want to see it or you don't, but, um, you know, so we're trying to make it accessible to everybody, and I don't think price should be in the way of that. And so uh, I actually try to... Uh, um, make it you know just just approachable for any any person to come in and uh like this guy right here that just came in uh to, to taste some cool stuff so well and this is a this is a environment where you just don't have that opportunity in the country hardly a place that you can come and try a wild turkey a eh taylor a yep. uh, you name it i mean it's basically, you know, I look at it like the Michelin star restaurants and the high-end bars have made it to where you have to be a multi-millionaire sure. to walk in the door. And so, uh, you know, that's you just ridiculous. don't go in there dressed in a t-shirt. No, that's what I love too, man. I'm sitting here in like running shoes and a t-shirt. I don't even have a mustache twisted up, you know, and so. <laughs> Whenever you want to. <laughs> if, if you want to, you have a mustache, coach, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, okay, CT, you had that one, what, the pre- so, so, yeah, so I the thing that we don't get to see, but you know, is, is are your customers that coming in every day, are you seeing a lot of new people, or do you see a lot of repeat people daily? Or yeah. No, we have, uh, we have an awesome following. There's people that come, you know, we do a deal every day, and so I don't think it gets people off their couch or whatever, but, um, you know, every day... Uh, like the turkey today, we'll go ahead and do that for um, 15 bucks, you know, and where can you taste an 86 turkey for $15? And then tomorrow, whatever's left, I'll raise it to 25. And, you know, it just makes it approachable. Um, uh, 
I think in the past you just you, you know most bars of a pour like that would be one or two hundred, so you just can't even right. You can't, you can't even smell it. No. So. Yeah, I mean it, it's, it's so it's funny because I've uh, throughout my lifetime I've seen vintage spirits. You know I. I been you know you rent we rented a house one time on a lake and in the uh, in the basement was this absinthe from 1958 absinthe that was obviously not from the United States but it was just looks like and but it was on the shelf in the basement where you clean the fish and they had a couple things and when you look at your shelf here mm-hmm. it's very similar yeah, to man. what you're looking at you know there's so many bars out there where you walk in and it's all lit perfect and all organized and everything but that's not what this is about this is about finding those bottles that were hanging out by the fish yeah, cleaning state uh, station in the basement but still got their seals 100% no uh, i i love using like analogies and just different things to compare to my past and I went to Maine when I was like 10 years old and all I could think about was barbecue. My mom and dad are like, dude, like you don't eat ribs in Maine, you get lobster. And so I try to tell people when they come in, like, you know, we do have some newer things and we have bucket lists. You know, hell, I have a black maple hill right here. But um, if you're trying something for 35 bucks, I'm going to recommend the Stitzel or uh, Dave Nicholson for 35. But, you know, it, it is what it is. And so we're trying to take the horse to water and, um, they're, you're either going to try it or not. So I try to get people out of their comfort zone. And um, I think that's what's so neat about the pour of the day. You know, two days ago, we did like a 1930s or 40s rye and for $15. And so I bet people that came in that when they woke up in the morning, they didn't know they were drinking that, you know. Right. And so it's just quite random. And, uh, you know, again, it doesn't get people like rushing in and cl- canceling their plans. But once you get here, it's, you know, we're getting you out of that and just and somebody, make, having to try something new. I mean, obviously, they can come into the bar and, and have a pour of whatever or two or three, but you also sell the bottles. We do. Um, so somebody who's looking for a special decanter, like we talked about the Jim Beam train, which is obviously if people have looked, that's a pretty popular thing that's out there because they're huge. Um, but yeah, they can come in and drink, and maybe not buy the exact bottle they're drinking, but buy something close. It's exactly, right, it's right over that. Yeah. So I will. While you're talking about that, I'll I'll do the the, the video and splice it in for the the train. Yeah. The train, yeah. So you know what's cool now is like a birthier type bottle, and so um, you know sure. what can you drink that was this bottled? Is my birthier. Here it is. So seventy-five. Um, seventy-five. 72. 75. Why are you trying to age me up? Because I'm already (laughs) aged up and I can't help you, but don't put me into the same blend. Well, how old are you? You Uh, I'm 41, so I was born in 82. So, so yeah, I mean, I wasn't even thought of yet. So, so I graduated when you were born. (laughs) So, yeah. So, next year's going to be a new year for tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, 60. Dude, you're you you are great, man. Well, like, I thought you were like 45. <laughs> I, people are telling me go with the you know the 60 stuff that's happening, and I'm like, no, fuck that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, the bottle that we tried on the Facebook Live was 86. Was the year we got married. So there you go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So this oh, one this is. This is like butter, you know, mm-hmm. National Distillers Jesus. is noted for like a butterscotch kind of taste. Yeah. And so, uh, so Old Taylor was made at National Distillers. Go through so, the history of um, Yeah, just Taylor. a little history. I mean, um, you know, I'm sure you guys can drop some too. Uh, coming out of Prohibition, a conglomerate uh, called National Distillers bought Taylor Crow Granddad. So, you know, three of the icons, I think, in the whiskey game. And uh, they also got a few others um, that we have on the bar, Hill and Hill. Uh, they had they got Bourbon Deluxe, PM, and there's probably a few that I'm not even thinking of. And, um, you know, so they owned that from coming out of Prohibition until 1987. Beam then purchased them and uh, kind of milked that stock. And so the last of the National Distillers was the early 90s. And, um, you know, uh, Granddad, I had, you know, uh, some, some people in yesterday, probably in their early 20s or so. And, you know, just this is also National Distillers and what people don't realize is in 91, 92, um, you know, Basil Hayden came out as a brand. And so Basil Hayden is old granddad. And right. so, you know, a lot of folks are just like, what do you mean? Like, I had no clue. And so uh, I think Beam did a great job of making Basil Hayden will cost double. And so in your head, like, you're just like, well, old granddad's not even good. Right. And so, um, 
you know, why would I charge 35 or 40 bucks for you to charge a try a 1954 granddad? Well, you know, this is like the nectar of the gods. Like, yeah, I mean, I think if like Jesus gets reincarnated, he's like bathing. <laughs> well, I think so. I think Taylor. So Bean buys up buys up Taylor, Granddad, and and Crow, right? Yep. But Taylor was given to Buffalo Trace in a. Yeah, they came out in, um, uh, in 2011 with their line of, you know, E.H. Taylor Small Batch and Single right. Barrel. It's just a different spin on it. No, so. Well, no, actually, Bean sent the trademark because they had a dispute. Mm-hmm. And to settle that dispute, they let... Well, Trace uh, do Taylor, you know, take the Taylor. Take the Taylor, yeah. E.H. Taylor. So, you, I mean, you look at it, I mean, honestly, if everybody can see that, but it's still this... The logo that's on the E.H. Taylor today yeah. is right there. I mean, so it's, it's all the yellow. Yeah, today, yeah. So. exactly. And that that one still had on Castle and Key. It's a different distillery, but it's still the old Taylor yep. uh, distillery. Still has the original markings and all that, which is amazing, it's right? One of the most beautiful places on earth. Oh, it's yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, anybody that you take there, when you make the corner and come around, and all of a sudden it's there, it's like you're in a. It's like another world. It's like going to Disney World. Yeah, you mean really it's is. like this? Another world? Because this is another world. This is delicious. So far, we've tasted the 1986 uh, Wild Turkey 101, right? It was a 101. We did a 101 eight year. Yes, yep. sir. Yep. And then we. Yes. Um, Which is that wild turkey. Yeah. <laughs> what? 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 It needs Smell to be that like wild turkey that was left in there. It is. Oh, it's like caramel. It's like just, no, it's a milk it's dud. Sweet. That it's, actually smells exactly like a milk. Like when you're wow. at the movies, just smell yeah. the milk dud uh, container next time. That is so amazing. wow. We have what, a special uh, special one for you here. So this is a '30s '40s rye that I was talking about. It was our deal of the day the other day, and so um, it says Maryland on it. Yeah, and. Uh, these uh, gentlemen were actually a blending house, and it could be from like five or six different distilleries, and so you really don't know because it's not bonded. And so, uh, really, the downfall for me with this bottle is it's 86 proof, and um, it has an awesome nose. I've drank some Overholt uh, Prohibition and Pre-Pro and after that, and um, this really has that uh, honey funk of it. So I think the nose is a little better than it tastes, but um, it's still respectable and. It's it's going to be fun to share with you guys. It'll you know if you haven't had old dusty rye, um, it's going to really open your eyes. I've never um, had a dusty rye in my life. Nope. I mean the part of the only that it pours almost in it. The did you see the color on that? Watch it pour. Like it's thicker. It's like it's like honey. It's pouring. Yeah. So we have we have a gentleman on Facebook that's watching from the Philippines right now. Heck yeah. You know, like three percent of our followers, I I think, are from like uh, Bangladesh or something. Yeah. Like you know, so I have we've had some reach, man. I I have eleven thousand followers from India. Oh yeah. Dude, you could get off the you could get off the plane and you're like my people. Let's answer. Okay, so we're gonna answer. Accept. All right. So he's obviously not watching the podcast. Speaker. Hey, hey, Martin. Welcome. Welcome. You're on your way. You got your. You're in route. He's coming from uh, Louisville. Yeah, we're just in the middle of the podcast right now. Say hi to everybody. Hey, everybody. Super Nash and Super Mrs. Nash is on the way. Excellent. We can't wait. We can't wait for you guys to get here. We so, so right now, if you go on your phone after you're done and watch, we're live on Facebook. You could see that we're tasting Old Judge Rye from what year was that, Brad? It's a '30s or '40s. Uh, you'll be able to smell it from your phone, like the honey <laughs> funk, man. <laughs> It'll come right through. Oh my god! Here, I'm holding, I'm holding it right to the phone there, Nash. You can smell that. <laughs> I love it when people call into the to the podcast. That's pretty cool. So, all right, Especially, so we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Nash, that's supposed to be in the. Yes, you will. Yes, we'll I. Get back at it and we're gonna tune in. All right, talk to you soon. All right, all right. Thirty-one percent right. straight rye, 
49% other straight whiskeys. Yep. So, yeah, blend, a blending house. So, uh, a yeah. little bit of research and... Um, out of Baltimore, Maryland. I had, had someone drop some knowledge on my uh, Facebook post the other day. There, it's a blending house. It could be like up to five different places. Uh, you know, it could even be Pennsylvania, and it says Maryland on it. And so, uh, you know, this is it's it's got that um, that funk, and it's completely different than any whiskey you'll ever oh, have yeah, right here. Good. Yeah, That's what I said. It's, it's very unique. What's amazing? The funk stands out. Almost tastes little. straight up. Uh, it's it's got like a you could say a funk. Okay, so there. But it's like, that is the first time I ever tasted anything like that. Yeah. It's almost a soap. It's crazy, dude. It's yeah. Soapy, yeah. You know, there's the uh, the airplane museum in Dayton, and mm-hmm. like some of the smells you get from like these World War mm-hmm. One and World War Two yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, things, yeah, like, like, like the old you know, you, you yeah. could just imagine flying that plane drinking this. So I don't talk about, <laughs> I don't talk about this much. You could. probably do. But I, 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 things give off energy. So you talk about the, uh, the yeah. Wright Patterson Air Force Base, which is, um, in, in and, and that place, the energy that comes out of that place, exactly what you're talking about. There's just the planes, the all smells, the, the touch. It, you know, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, really. you're looking at the plane that dropped the atomic bomb. Yep. It's in, it's there. It's there's a lot of stuff. It's positive well, and negative. And there, you know, but, the one thing you can't do there is like you can't eat a plane. You know, and so like, what can you ingest that's older than you? And so like, this is what they would have drank back in the day. And so it's just yeah. really cool, man. Like. This you know, to taste thing, back in time. I mean, you're literally tasting time history. I mean, yeah, you're talking thirties or forties. You're talking within <laughs> 10, 10 years of prohibition. Yeah, I mean, like I, this was most likely put in a bottle before the atomic bomb. I mean, like just yeah, think it about it, dude. It's no, freaking no, nuts. I've nailed exactly what this tastes like. This tastes like what my grandmother's dresser smells like. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, actually, the, the soap has turned to almost a grape. Yeah, like, it's almost like there's a grape, like a, a concord grape finish. It's incredible, dude. I'm, I'm, that's not what rye tastes like today. No, there's no, not no, no, one no. rye. I dare I'm you to find something. Bad, yeah, dude. No, there's nothing. See, now we got to drop this to uh, Rebecca and Royce to try and match this flavor. You know, I, I think like it's. I'm glad you brought them up. I think the future of distilling is is people just like them, and yeah. uh, you know, how can you bring this funk back if you're making a million barrels a day? You know what I mean? And so yeah, yeah. they can really focus on do some fun things, and I think get pretty damn close probably. So, so it's cool because um, the one thing that I know the. When I was first met Freddie, no, from Beam, he was talking about how hard it was to do what he was doing because he'd have to shut down a massive distillery operation to do anything unique. Mm-hmm. And then that those stills were set to make bourbon, like mm-hmm. the way, one way, and there's the pressures and everything. When he started, he'd mess around with it and all the maintenance would get pissed at him. So they built the James B. Beam uh, distillery now, the Fred No distillery and that is designed to do exactly what you they can do a craft type things limited runs but also experiment enough mm-hmm. and then when they want to go big yep. there it's designed to be big enough to go big so it's really kind of a cool place like you said for craft and then yep. when we know so many craft distillers right now uh we i love it that they come up and when they're doing their own stuff and we're getting into most of the people we met their stuff is coming you know, to fruition, yeah. yeah. You know, and then and then you've got Bardstown Bourbon Company, which can be used as a because they, they're doing different runs. And let's just say you just want to do six hundred barrels on a contract, and then you can with the computer, if you're a great distiller, you can make all the temperatures and everything perfect. Whereas mm-hmm. when you're doing a pot still, there still is that mm-hmm. looseness, which sometimes. Yep breed some really good stuff yeah sometimes not so good but well and the you know like we talked about before the inconsistencies of the past like they didn't have those computers and nope they didn't have a cell phone to like pass time on and just they, what like, did they have to do when they went to work they went to work so, so, and, they, and they had to keep their they had to keep their yeast alive and not be have it stolen you know what yeah. i mean so we, oh, have a, incredible. we have a question for you, Brad, on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Aaron asked, how do you determine if these old bottles are safe to drink? You know, great question. Uh, so every bottle is its own time capsule. Um, like if you notice, this is clear. So like you, sometimes they can be hazy. Sometimes it can be cloudy and um, 
or take over. You know, the <laughs> this is the app. So like, like this one. <laughs> we uh, we actually have this PM. It's from 1959, and uh, we got some bottles from Frank Rizzo, and so he was the mayor of Philly, and so this is his basement, and so this is the you know Father Time. So at the end of the day, like Father Time is either kind or he isn't, you know, and uh, so what's crazy is normally that you would think with a cork. It can kind of get compromised. The fill goes down. It can, you know, this sits in a basement for a hundred years. It just takes over that smell. And um, mm-hmm. and I think bottles initially were equal, right? So when this was put in a bottle and this was put in a bottle, like in the 30s or the 50s, that day, they're, if you opened them up and tasted it, like they would be the same, I think. And so say someone, you live in California and I live in Pennsylvania and, uh, you know, in 1959, you put this in your attic and I put it in my basement. And so... We're in different parts of the country, you know, time goes on. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, the the heat and the cold and the must. And so like this actually has like a basement, you know, that, that literally just brings me back to like my parents' basement, my grandma's (laughs) basement. (laughs) This is Uh, way worse than your dresser. (laughs) So, but yeah, to answer the question, I mean, that's, what's so cool about this. There is no guarantees and we could have uh, a case, you know, I could have uh, hell, we got to drink that. Uh, I mean, you could, but, uh, <laughs> but that's all like, you get is that much. So this old granddad, we actually got two cases, uh, like 23 bottles of 1954, and it came from the Indianapolis Speedway owner. And so they, they literally sat in two cases beside each other in the same oh, basement, wow. you know, since 1954. And so like 70 years almost, and the, each fill is a little different, you know? And so that's what that makes this amazing. so neat. Um you know, if I worked at like a random liquor store or something, you'd be so jaded. Like it's another, you know, semi truck of Maker's Mark or whatever. And so that's what's so fun for me. I mean, hell, we opened the freaking Aftershock the other day. Like, you know, that's what got that, me excited. Like, cinnamon, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so my question on old granddad. So old granddad, everybody knows that Basil Hayden uh, has a picture of Basil Hayden on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, doesn't have a picture of, does it have a picture of Yes. Him? So the old granddad is Basil Hayden. Right, I know. Yeah. So then now Beam has re-released old granddad. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between Basil Hayden and old granddad today well, compared to the, that that so well, the recipe? That's, yeah, so that's National Distiller, so that'll never be made again. And what they're making today is Jim Beam. And I think Basil Hayden it used to have an age statement which they've taken off. It was an eight year. And then old granddad uh, was a higher proof. You can get a hundred proof. Basil Hayden's an 80 proof. And so I think for the average, you know, person getting into it, they want something. So old granddad as a brand is, is higher proof Basil Hayden because they won't raise the, right. the, the proof of, so they just, it's a little less aged on the granddad. And then you get a little more aged, so a little more mellowness and, and smoothness. I think for your average drinker, they just want something smooth for Basil Hayden. Yeah. Right? So you get that. Well, Basil Hayden is the ultimate different. bridge bourbon. There well, ever and was. if you look at the Basil Hayden and bottle gonna, yeah, and you look at the granddad, they're basically the same bottle and they dress up the Basil well, they, Hayden. Yeah, right, or, right. You know, they used to. Well, no, they still do. I so mean, it's, it's like, still a dress. I mean, yep. uh, that, that is like, like the ultimate gift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It makes people. Yeah. And then it's, you know, but, but, but that makes sense. also has two because I know that I've talked to Fred and Freddie, and they were the one fourteen. Yes, they're never going to change Basil Hayden, the the main brand. Now they did the toasted, which is mm-hmm. which is right, whatever they. But that main brand yep. they keep consistent. But then they don't change it because they made it a different brand, and that's what they changed. Okay, yeah. so that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, man. So, so on, your, on your shelves, you have lots of bottles that have a tag that says "ask." So, uh, you know, we try to be fair um, with who we buy from and who we sell to. Uh, But, yeah, if it says ass, typically it's over a 1,000. But, you know. for the whole bottle. Yeah, for the whole bottle. um, You know, but I'd say if you – the dynamic is we don't really ship. And so there's bottles in here that maybe we're asking 5Gs or something, which seems like a lot. But, you know, on the Internet, the cheapest one's 10,000. Sure. And so, you know, if you're an oil baron in uh, Dallas, Texas, and you have $100 even if I'm $5,000 cheaper, it really doesn't matter because I'm a hassle to deal with, you know. And so for a filthy rich person, it's the path of least resistance. And the time we live in, you you know, you like, that's the path you take. <laughs> it's the softest time in the history so, of the world. So you don't as ship, you go into the future. which is what? what you said. You don't ship, so you have to come get it from you here. You do, yeah. So which, you can, um, we do have a website that we're actually in the process of updating, but uh you can buy off our website. We'll hold it for you. We can uh, we can pass it off to a friend or family member. Uh, I've held bottles for almost a year for folks, you know, and so uh, happy to work with people. I mean, uh, you know, if you see something like that we posted that you want, you know, uh, 
typically the price isn't just the price where we can wheel and deal. You know, I'm always trying to wheel and deal with people. So because you uh, have a lot of new stuff coming in. Yeah, dude. I mean, it doesn't end. Uh, you know, so if Elon Musk was my dad and Paul Brown uh, for the Bengals was my uncle, I could fill Paul Brown Stadium. It would look like a it would look like a freaking uh, like a <laughs> volcano from space of liquor coming out of it. So. <laughs> and, so what you see in the shop? So they're like, we're on an iceberg that's like three feet long, and it goes down seven hundred million miles. Like this is like this. Is, so this is a game, and this is the beginning of our game. And if I live another forty years, the game will go on for centuries after us. And so like I, we just got started, you know. And uh, like I was telling you in the beginning, a lot of these bottles, like you know, your Christie's and Sotheby's, didn't want beam trains or they didn't want this antique. You know, they only want your pappy. And then to get it to them, it's a hassle. You got to drive, and then. You know, so we're offering uh, just a new, this is like a totally new game. And at the end of the day, dude, anybody in the state of Kentucky that has a liquor license can do this. So it's not like I have a special one. So like, you know, you have no business if you don't know what to pay for it. And then if you don't know what to sell it for. So like, we're kind of like a liquor Beckett and every day I'm learning and just trying to be better. And uh, every deal's different. Every person's different. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, there's no secret. You just treat others like you want to be treated. And uh, if you push out good, what comes back, right? And so... Uh, that's that. Yeah. So, so, folks, if you go to an estate sale and there's old, dusty liquors, you can your those boy. and bring them in here. Yep. Well, I do. <laughs> I, from time to time, people ask me, okay? And, yeah. I, and yeah. I, I now send them to I, you. I I'm like, yep. Yeah, Talk to Brad up at Vin. He, yep. He's going to give you a fair deal for what you have. It's yep, like you got it. Well, and you know, heck, dude, like, I get a call all the time. Say, you know, uh, your brother's sister's husband's passes away or something, and they have some booze, and you hit me up, and you're like, man, they have kids. we got to figure this out. Like, what's it worth, right? And I'm like, dude, don't you collect? And you're like, well, yeah, but this is for, like, the family. And I'm like, well, how about this? Like, I just – I'll give you a fair number. What I'd recommend is we'll just say it's a 1000 bucks, and there's two kids. Just give them each 500 and you keep the bottle in your family. You know what I mean? And then if you're going to throw it away or you still want to sell it, I'm your huckleberry. You know what I mean? And so – <laughs> like what else can you do? It just you educate folks, and uh, you know you just try to like we don't want to take advantage of someone's mom and dad or whatever. That's the last thing I want to do. You know, I look at people's parents as my parents, and uh, you know, so we just want to be fair to them. But at the end of the day, I'm taking the risk and handing them the cash, and it might take me seven years to sell this, and you know, but we need inventory, so it's a huge dynamic in here. And then Elon Musk isn't my dad, so like I don't have a hundred. <laughs> I don't have Twitter backing me or X now and a hundred billion. And, uh, you know, so we have to sell stuff to buy more stuff. And so, you know, it's all, I can sit here and be like, this is worth that. This is worth that. You know, it does, it's not worth shit to you rip out your American express or your Bitcoin or your cash or whatever, you know? So yeah, it is what it is. So (laughs) it's worth what someone will pay. Well, that's that, that, what that statement is right there. I mean, it is, but uh, one of the cool things that we that uh, I, we were talking before is we basically were talking. You're looking for those vintage bottles mm-hmm. that uh, the premier part of the collection, but so many people that have those bottles have that part of the collection that they wouldn't even the the, the labels trashed. It's something that mm-hmm. if you get a hold of it. The, and sell it, they would think it's worth nothing because yep. it's not you another man's trash is not a number treasure. ten. But yeah, I mean, the, look at this. The dude. spirit in yeah, like Jesus you said, Christ, like the, it looks like a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> but that this spirit is, was this is Pappy Van Winkle from 1988. Yeah. Right, yeah, your right. average person's like that's dog shit. And but, I'm like, but, give me your dog shit. But that's <laughs> why you have. That's why you you can actually give them something uh, for stuff they thought yeah. was worthless. So you're the whole package coming in. Yep. And then also, you know, there's certain things like you were talking about. You love the tax stamp. What you buy, you want to make sure that that what that part is intact because that's how you know it's well. And you can see, so just heck on this bottle in '84, '85, they stopped putting tax strips on. So you can see this has you know a tamper seal, right? Right. And so, and then this has a strip. So I was a kid that you know I filled all my parents' stuff with water and food coloring. So like I'm watching out for it even more. Like I don't want little Brad's you know booze in here. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no so uh, but yeah, I mean, it has to. So for us to resell it, it has to be sealed, you know. And heck, I'd rather deal with uh, you know a seventy or eighty year old guy and hear the story about how they've had it all their life or how their fathers had it, 
uh, than buying off someone that's my age and they can't really explain that. You know, that's a deal I'm passing on. And it's all about providence and uh, vibe and feel. And so, hell, if you look around, what I don't have is um, I don't really have new Pappy. And so I look at it all like it's fake. And then Buffalo Trace is saying that they can't even tell if it's real or fake unless they get it to see and test it. And so I have no business, um, you know, trying to make 20% on something or whatever if I don't even know if it's real. Um, So we just have one Pappy 15 that's new in here. I'm focusing on Stitzel Weller. This is Stitzel. So Pappy used to be made with it. I want to buy all that, you know, and what they're making today, I could literally care less. It'll be here for decades to come. I want to gather all these old time capsules, the old baseball cards. This is like Ken Griffey Jr.'s rookie card, you know, and then, you know, this is uh, Mickey Mantle's rookie. That's that's what I want, bro. You know what I mean? And I I don't want today's stuff. I don't even know who the players are today. Like, (laughs) like this is my sporting event. When we sell bottles, we score touchdowns. So when we buy them. You know, we uh, make a little pass. So, so yeah. you're passing on the Joe Burrows. <laughs> Today, yeah. I mean, I think Joe Burrows cards will, like, I'm well, 40. Yeah. yeah, by the time I'm 80, they'll still be there, over-collected. So. I love the fact this bottle still has dirt on the bottom Dude, of it. Dude, so <laughs> awesome, right? It just makes it taste awesome. even better. Because, like, awesome. you look, here, we'll just go ahead and we'll, we'll taste some. I mean, oh, oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in a bad way. I, I've been looking at, the, he just keeps talking about that bottle and i'm like oh my god look at that so this is a hundred proof seven year so this was put in a barrel in 81 uh so, so hell i wasn't even born yet seven year okay so yeah. in other words a hundred proof seven year so that puts us amazing. that's that there is no pappy that's a hundred proof this would be more like correct. 107, close to antique yeah, you, 107. You, know, you had your like some of the early rips were 90.4 and then 94.4, which were kind of odd proofs. But uh, I yeah, say you got 107s. Um, the, the, so yeah, all the Stitzel Weller. The best part about it is the asbestos that's in it. <laughs> right. Oh my God. You know, at what level? It as good as I mean, it smells, by the way. does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, you know, so you got a weeded bourbon. Um, I don't know if it gets any better than this. Like, super drinkable. Um, it's crushable. It's dangerous. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but you can come here and have that for $35, right? Yes, you got it. You can have it for 35 bucks, and then, hell, we'll kick this. We haven't even – it's almost gone. We haven't even – my mouth salivating. I can't even talk know, after a drink. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, this would be a bottle we'd probably kick off. Um, for twenty five, do a deal, and then if there's any left, raise it to thirty five. You, so, you just fried my um, brain. <laughs> what did, you, did no? So in other words, this was made. There was no distilling involved, and they just put sugar. I mean, how does it? This how, was this left is, over from the creme brulee they made. Oh my god. Uh, and and you figure too, like this is a hat, like a two hundred milliliter, you know, half pint, whatever. And so something like this, I mean, in eighty eight, you're riding down the road in your T bird, and you're drinking this before you get to your keg party or whatever. I mean, it's you're a blessing to, that it's and you work. Yeah, I mean, there's no Uber to call, so uh, you know, well, this, not, there was no no bottle. But it's like I think that people until they come and experience this, yeah. they have no idea that what's out there today tastes nothing yep. like this. Well, you nailed it, dude. Like we don't exist if we don't have this taste. Bar, it's all it's me walking around the shop saying I've had it, it's good. And taste is so subjective, yeah. It doesn't matter what I say, it doesn't matter what you say, it's it's what you you know you personally like. And it, um, and so you know, and hell, bourbon was in a glut, like they put it in these decanters, trains, and stuff like that. You know, you also have this, but like you would keep something like this, and then this, why in the hell, like if you thought that this was an investment. You were smoking like crack, like when crack was popular in 1988. You know what I mean? So this bottle, um, that that antique, would make a great decanter. Bottle. Dude, so uh, this is the Frankfurt Distillery. This is actually the same as like Benchmark and then Eagle Rare, and like you oh, actually yeah. have behind your elbow right yep. here. This is uh, so this is a first year Eagle Rare Buffalo Tra- Trace Antique Collection, and so barreled in '82. Uh, by the Frankfurt Distilling Company and bottled in 2000. And so what's in here is the same as this. And, and Buffalo Trace opened up in what, 92? Yeah, I think it switched over. And so this was put in a barrel in 63 and then bottled in 69. And it's technically just older, but the same distillate, aged less, six year, 86 proof. That's a, ni- that's a 90 proof. You know, that's a, I think this is a 17 and a half year. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean the so when so, when um, Trace bought which the the Frankfurt Distilling when they bought Stitzel Weller they bought the whole the whole aging collection right yeah. that's what they were yep. buying because oh, yeah. the distillery no so it came with the collection and the and then the Van Winkles correct you got now it. who was do you know who was watching over the, I mean so when Trace bought that collection and they started putting out. Uh, Weller, the, the original Wellers that was distilled at Stitzel Weller. Mm-hmm. What do you have? Is that sought after too? Oh yeah, dude. I mean, I uh, you know, Pappy twenty three. The last year was that uh, Stitzel was like thirteen or fourteen. The twenties eleven. The fifteens oh nine. And then um, hell, we have a squat rip over there from ninety four that says Lawrenceburg on the back, so it's Stitzel Weller. Um, but, but then was put out. Through Buffalo Trace, correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's this is uh, basically Buffalo Trace before it, and so like this Eagle Rare One Hundred One back then, which came out in seventy five actually, uh, and Benchmark I think is a fantastic buy. It's like a super sleeper. Benchmarks uh, from the seventies trade for probably two or three four hundred, and uh, an Eagle Rare One Hundred One Ten Year from the, around you know seventies or eighties trades for fifteen hundred. So you can really, um, if you know what you're looking for, you can really get in the game at a I think a fair price and. What is, you know, people have bottles in their house that are two, three, four hundred that are new bottles that yeah. don't even yeah. hold a candle to this, you know, and so. Um, so I'm dying to ask you this. Yeah. And so you do this and you present this to you. You just keep getting. Are there bottles that become like the coup de gras, you know, like a, like the, the rookie uh, Jackie Robinson or. You know, the first Jackie, are there bottles like that that you just basically go, I'm, I'm putting that up, that's mine? Do you purchase for yourself? You know, no, uh, well, because I'm a founder here, so I look at all these bottles as, you know. Yours and uh, Yeah, and so in, in the dynamic we're in, we have to sell stuff to buy more, and so we're like an adoption house for bottles, and so, like, I want them all, and, like, if I can't put a deal together, like, bottles sleep on the street, and that sucks, and so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know, the best day of, of a bottle is like when you like a boat, you know, you buy a boat and then when you sell a boat and, uh, and so, you know, we're just out here on the lake a little bit, you know what I mean? Like in the meantime. Okay. I just wanted to know if you were putting that personal collection because I would be very, it would be hard not to pull because it's the same thing in like the car world. You get the right car and you don't want to give it up. You know, you're like, I have to keep it and then you can't keep them all. But it's a lot easier to keep these. Yeah. no, Because they don't take up nearly as much room and they well, don't leak oil. So for me, more. like, I still think that there's so much out there. And, you know, the, the average person doesn't get the opportunities that we do. And so there is just more than I think I could ever imagine still out there. And so, like, um, you know, I'm on a quest to taste the best thing I've never tasted. And, uh, you know, for me, it's just popping epic dusties and time capsules daily uh, to just expand, you know, my palate and um, and then share it with others for a fair price, and uh, and then it, and then we're on to the next, you know. So, so do you? Do, I don't. You don't look like a person who's taking notes. Uh, I have, yeah. My my boy James over here, he's just listening real good, right? Because. Because you're on the quest for the best ever. And, you know, I know what you're like even today tasting. And I know these are on the levels that they're at. Okay. And I could. But then the next, you know, every time I come here, you take me to a different level. And the, yeah. and the past is starting to, you know, fade away. And, and what the level of the best I ever tasted keeps yeah. seeing the best I, when I'm here. But at the same time, you've tasted. Uh, like I go through and there's certain. Uh, you know, you, you're obviously doing the same thing, uh, like the bean products from the certain time period. You kind of get the feel for what that flavor profile was, and opposed to like right now, I can I know bean products, you know now yep. at this point because I've tasted so many, and yep. you know what Buffalo Trace products are, their yep. wheat or what, but like this. Is not even in the same profile. Well, and that's what'll be of a a buffalo. So the the future of what we're doing, um, once we can finally get moved, and hopefully we can expand to a few other places, is um, to deal with the distributor, which we really don't deal with now. And so, 
you know, I'd love to have anything that's made today uh, that was also made back in the day. Worst case scenario, you're tasting a 60s verse today, but best case, I want to do like 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s today, and you're tasting the decades, and then in a real perfect world, I have cases of like each decade, and you're like, well, hell, you know, I was born in 80 or 70 or whatever, maybe on a birth year you're taking it home, or that one just was hitting better, so you want to get that, so, and then you can do the same thing at your house for your friends and, uh, you know, maybe take the new home from us with the old and, uh, you know, for a fair price, you're having buddies come through and, uh, like blowing people's minds out of the planet. Uh, which is, which is what, what you're doing here on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, I really, it's, it's so much fun. So, so last time, uh, we were here, we we're cleaning up and a woman came in and you had a special pour and she had a, spe- had the special pour, but she was right over in the corner where CT is right now. And then she's like, well, I'll try one of those. And when it, and it's like if, to look at her, there's no way you ever thought that she would be like on her way home from work, checking, coming into the, yeah. the bar and having a few samples of really, really good whiskey. And that's the kind of thing that you have, you know, that dynamic going here where you get to basically, like you said, you're tasting history, 100%. something that's. You know, I think whiskey and alcohol just brings people together and uh, it doesn't matter what background you came from or if you're a man or woman or anything or if you're a Steelers fan or Bengals fan, you know, it's, fan. it's not Sunday and they're not playing. So uh, we're homies, you know, well, all, everybody. I, so. could, I would be a Bengals fan or a Steelers fan, whatever you'd want me to be on a Sunday if I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would sell my team in two seconds. So there's no doubt about that. Uh, <laughs> yes. So uh, it's so is there anything else you want to get out? Let's just, you know, as far as we can. Let's do the scotch. Okay. Yeah. I know you so the we're the scotch bourbon. bourbon boys. We'll you got to do, do some kind of scotch, right? Diesel Pete. So uh, I've never actually, honestly, I've I've tasted older scotches that are new. Yeah, <laughs> new, but I've never had and a, a dusty, dusty scotch. scotch. Yeah, dude. So this is, um, I think it's a '40s or '50s. Uh, somebody was saying the other day that uh, supposedly this brand, that, and I might be pronouncing it wrong, Cados or Cados, was actually on Titanic. I mean, this was too too new to be that bottle, but. You know the the older version of it, right. and so uh, this is a twelve year, and it's from Aberdeen, uh, Scotland, and uh, so we're doing this for twenty five bucks. And I think this would be at a Michelin star restaurant. You know, if you're lucky enough to go and you're having like a three thousand dollar multi course meal, and they're like, "Madame, sir, we had the vintage cognac and scotch," and it's like three hundred bucks. You know what I mean? And uh, so we're in here, you know, shotting this out daily for twenty five. We'll probably do fifteen bucks. Like, look at this yeah, cork. cork. <laughs> Oh my god! You know, it looks yeah. like it's so it, sick. It, it look no, that cork looks like it's been smoked. Yeah, it's sitting in some smoky shit. So, yeah. uh, uh. So, what, so the tax stamp is that's is that uh, I, I I'm gonna sound I'm gonna be that's Iowa. Yeah, this was uh, this was purchased there, and then um, also if you notice, it has the increment, so it has four fifths cord on there. Um, I. When this tax trip goes over on the top, it's either a series no series or a series one one one, and so I'm willing to bet it's a one one one, but I don't know for sure. It does have the federal law for bids, which that went from thirty two to sixty four. Uh, so it's uh, I don't know. It's a little time capsule. I believe this came also from Frank Rizzo, so this is most likely a, a mafia gift to a major mayor, and uh, you know got got a deal done at some point. And now it's gonna. Here and we're enjoying it. So sounds damn good. <laughs> I like deals. Um, you're gonna you're gonna try it. Sure. It's not yeah. much smoke, so I actually really like it because it's sweeter than smokier. Um, and then we have a real fun one. Look to at that with. light color, still. Yeah, man. That's a that's a oh, it's got that nice the golden sound. scotch color. It oh, really wow. held the test of time, and you know I love that it's in a uh, a black you know glass bottle. Yeah, um, so this, you know, like no lights really yeah, getting in there. Really yeah, and it's amazing that cool. That smells like a white, a, 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 a dry white wine. Give it a minute, and it gets, here, here. It gets smoky. It gets that nice. It's got a great balance. Uh, you know, maybe we can uh, smoke a cigar in here later right. with it. Yes. <laughs> that sounds damn good to me. <laughs> but yeah, tasting history daily, dude. I mean, my God, right? <laughs> Jesus, it's so really good. so freaking killer! Wow! Now, you know me; I'm not a big fan of the smoky PD scotch. That, but that's but that right there—it's not 
Well, you're right, the sweet. No wonder they're giving that as a gift. (laughs) The gift of God. (laughs) That that takes on the sweetness almost like agave. Now it has the sweetness. Mm So good, man. And I'm not a Scotch fan. And it's and I an can 80 really proof, right? 86. Like 86? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Mm. But yeah, Scotch here is tough for us to sell because we're in Kentucky. So, uh, you know, if you're a Scotch fan out there, come, you know, we're bourbon heavy and then we have every spirit. So we're, you know, when we purchase from people, it's it's like killing a cow. It'd be fun for me to be like, I only eat filet mignon, but like. So the, this for me is like it's not it's not going to be hamburger, but this is like a, a ribeye or whatever. And so, yeah. you know, we want everything when we purchase it, and not that I'm even into scotch. So like, uh, it's it's all about having more options for every single person. And we're in Kentucky, and so this is a great value. Like hell, I was I think I was trying to sell this for around four hundred dollars. I think uh, on the internet because scotch has been scotch is kind of like the soccer of whiskey and then I think bourbon's kind of like American football and so there's a history of sales on this whereas bourbon really doesn't have that because it it's only been popular for the past 10 years and so we're giving a history on our website of what it's worth but this I'm trying to sell it for half price and it just sits here so it's like well hell let's open this damn thing up and then I'm sharing it with 50 people you know for a fair price and uh well, and another thing too, you bring this home and you're like, babe, Brad said this is an investment. We got it for 400. You're like, bro, you know, I mean, you, but you come home and you said, hey, I, pay, I paid 15, 20 bucks, 25 bucks, whatever. Um, everybody can kind of get in the game and pay their car payment next week, you know? And uh, even if you don't have a job, maybe you're like, times are tough. Like, you can still come down and taste something that your great grandparents would have been alive, you know? So that's, that's really good. The sweetness of that is what's different. That's that's you just now that is a first for me a dusty <laughs> scotch I mean you know I've had twenty five year but it's from two years ago or yeah, whatever but yep. that it's special dude how do they proof that down in you know the forties or fifties like you know the the water they used and just the process I mean the person that put it in a barrel got like three flat tires in their car that went thirty miles an hour you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> the grind of the past just to get to work, dude. Well, I mean, today, this most of the things get produced so much easier than what it did yep. back then. So, yeah, back then, the hard times are so sweet. This. So, some of the stuff that you have up there, so, yeah. for instance, the shanks. That's yeah, new. So, you know, we try to just, uh, we try to have cool bucket list stuff for folks. And, um, okay. you know, have you guys ever been to Jungle Gems? Um, so yeah. it's a it's a grocery store here in uh, in Cincinnati. It's it's freaking awesome. It's, points, it's got a point like system, system, right? Uh, no, it's just uh, they they have they they get like an aisle from uh, Japan, and the next aisle is like seven thousand different hot sauces, yeah. and the next aisle is whatever. So you have a million different items, and okay. I guarantee if we brought Jim in from Jungle Gems and said, "Hey, man, what do you actually eat at your grocery store?" You have a million things. He's probably like, "I eat like ten or fifteen things." And I go to Kroger to get my toilet paper. Well, I don't know, yeah. whatever, yeah. and so. Like, uh, you know, here it doesn't matter that I only like dusty bourbon. And so the more cool stuff we can have, I mean, hell, I mentioned earlier, we opened an aftershock the other day. It's like we like I grew up, you know, in the early 2000s, just pounding that shit. And and then they discontinued it in 09, you know what I mean? And so I want to get this finished and get uh, a whatever, a hammer out, break it and get to the rocks, dog, you know. <laughs> so is it sugar? What is it? What's that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's rock candy. <laughs> but yeah, we try to have something for everybody and just um, you know, we don't have beer or wine yet, which we will in the future. I want to do vintage mixed drinks too in the future, new mixed drinks and so still make gold you know, schlager. You know, it's funny. We so we finished the Goldschlager, and I opened that. So I, um, the reason why you got so hammered on Goldschlager back in the day, it was 107 proof, and now it's 80. Yeah. And what's hilarious is in the and 80s, did, or, and we did. Well, and in the 80s or 90s, if you drank Weller 107 or Turkey 101, you're a dirty old man. But if you drank Goldschlager, yeah, you're just you're part cool. of the yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we yeah had, your perception was skewed. What year so, was that? That had to be the bus I mean, tour. The in 96 on our bus tour, we had Goldschlager, and I drank so much that. The gold was coming back out. <laughs> it wasn't uh, good. You felt rich. But yeah, I think that, you know, this tasting bar, it's super fun. Like, we only have, uh, like, water and some mayonnaise and ketchup, maybe, and then, uh, you know, liquor. And so, uh, you know, people come in and they're not always into bourbon. And so, just to go through our $5 shelf, I have a 60s, 70s beef eater. We have Curacao from the 50s. I have a Blanton's every day for $5. You know, and then uh, Southern Comfort from the 70s. We have a, a Don Q rum from 75. 
Kentucky Tavern from 92, Mr. Boston from the 70s, uh, Bill McBrayer, uh, we have his bottle, WH and Frayer, that he brought back, the Aftershock, uh, kind of hiding back there. There's Kahlua from the 70s. There's vodka from the 70s. There's Polish liqueur from the 70s. Early times from the 90s. So, you know, Jim Beam from the 80s. Daily, that's our, you know, uh, 70s, 80s Beam. Every day, you can come taste that. And so, yeah. all of our store picks are five bucks. Just we have Molly Wellman, a great friend. She made gin. <laughs> we have her gin here for five. So, like, you can come in and try four things for $20 and, like, you know, if you go to McDonald's, like, you can spend 20 at McDonald's now. Well, so. your prices are even, when, when you're talking, your your prices are even compared to what restaurants now, I mean. For the new uh, shit. So when I, so when I go to a restaurant and have a salad and a cup of soup now, it's $27 no. just for me. Yeah, but your the money tip, yeah. go so far. So tw- 20 bucks is a, well, but if you come here, make sure you tip well, the bartenders. Yeah, tip, tip our homies Tip, here. yep. Well, and yep. like, hell, like, here's a great example of, uh, something that's super rare that at maybe you know a Michelin star restaurant or high end bar. This is an LDI. So when um, MGP now is Squibb and Ross used to be LDI. When they sold in eleven, they gave a single barrel twenty three year to some of their employees. It was called LDI in in, in twenty eleven. In 2007, uh, 11. So that's then. why MGP, when I first started, was kind of new to me because yep. it was LDI. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Okay. You got it. And so, like, a bottle like this, just for, for instance of, like, what the hell is going on in this shop, you know, um, I would say this trades on a Facebook bourbon group or the Internet for five, ten, fifteen thousand. 15000 You know, uh, so I would say a Michelin star restaurant's lucky to purchase this for 5000 bucks. They're going to shot this out, you know, where they want to make their money back in three pours. So it's going to be $1,500 for an ounce. We're doing it 100 bucks for a half ounce every day. Um, you know, for me, we were still super fair to who we bought it from. We gave thousands of dollars. And then the gentleman that worked there, he's getting this empty back, you know, and all he wanted was his bottle back to display. Hmm. And, I, and in fact, I, we how we work here is we don't sell empties. If you finish a bottle, we give it to you. But this is one I really don't even want back out because it could be so easy to you know, replace that or whatever. So sure. don't want to get, and, and then with it being worth so much, you know, you don't even want that to happen. But yeah, yeah. this bottle is going to go back to the gentleman that sold it to us. And, uh, and then 50 people can come in and taste something that would be 15 freaking hundred somewhere else. You know, so I think a billionaire that's been to these uh, crazy bars in Tokyo and Washington, DC and Japan and Chicago and New York, you know, you almost think like, well, how it's not real. You know what I mean? Like you're like, well, I, I spent fifteen hundred. How could it be a hundred? Come on, man. You know, and it's like, well, our rent's cheap. We're in the middle of the country. The law benefits us way better. And so, um, and then we don't want to be a museum. And you know, the the shitty part about all this is we have to take money. You know, and I want to like the. I, this is a hobby. I'd love to just give you it just, away, you just but I can't. It. But I can't. Get, I can't have a freaking business if I give it away. So the no. combination of that is like just being fair to people. That's it, man. There's no secret. And then I get to share cool shit with like everybody. Well, so. and then the more the more that you can you can invest more into purchasing more. I yep. mean, it just comes. That's how exactly. this has to work. I yep. mean, but at the same time, yep. So we're gonna finish today. This is like a World War One uh, cream to cacao, and so the best cacao and vanilla beans. So like this isn't computer generated, you know. Like they actually had to like get the beans. You know what I mean? Like they didn't like just type in an app and like a bean comes out or something. Like, uh, so what? What is the actual liqueur? I mean, what is cacao? Uh, it's fucking. It's like syrup for pancakes. Cakes, man. But I mean, what's it made of? Uh, what is the grain? Dude, I, you know, that's a great question. I, it's uh, this is a liqueur. Um, so Arrow Distillers. This is uh, this is actually a Peoria, um, Illinois. I've opened up some Havana, like that are rum base with like banana and pineapple, and this really is. It represents those older bottles that I've opened uh, before, and it's just phenomenal. It's like a dessert in a bottle, and so you know, I like the the funky, just What's sweet the things. Proof? Doesn't even have it. We'd have to actually. I have a hydrometer. We'd have to see. I'm willing to bet. You know, like uh, probably thirty five percent or something. So pancake syrup has. It's more can, of a it molasses than yes. Yeah, it's very you know molasses. what's crazy? No, it so, tastes like freaking pancakes. <laughs> like pancakes with syrup, dude. Where's and well, and you know it's real thick, but it doesn't drink thick. It's no, weird. No. You know what I mean? It like uh, yeah. It's just it's thick but watery. Yeah. So yeah, and just rich and. Um, 
It's phenomenal. Yeah. Just pour that on <laughs> Dude, you could put that on a hot turd and it'll taste good. <laughs> hey, we might be able to do a blend. Hey, do you we might be able to do a blend. What about, do you have some butter in that for free? That's awesome. That could probably make the dirt floor bottle. Yeah. Maple covered pancakes. That's what it tastes like. It does. What year? Uh, I want to say it's like 1906 to before oh Prohibition. So it's, you know, uh, the gentleman that we got this from uh, passed away in the 50s. He was born in 1867. Um, wow. His granddaughter sold it to us, and he was in a, he had his own bar in Canton, Ohio. Where and so I can show you a photo. It's really freaking cool. Um, Do they still live there? Uh, no, they're here in Cincinnati. Um, okay. But yeah, they, this what's really neat is um, we'll actually uh, uh, I'm going to try to get in touch back with the family again if we you know continue to open these. I'd love for them to come down and just taste it with us. Oh yeah, you know I think that's freaking awesome. So to to share to share with them if we can. So um, that is that's something that's different. That's yeah, where else nice. in the world, right? No, and so, uh, no well, and you would, you know, if if somebody was charging a hundred bucks, you're probably not going to try it. But like, for you to taste something, you know, uh, when they were riding a horse to work, yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's incredible. It is. <laughs> yeah, no cars yet. So, uh, but no, we're having a lot of fun in here. Uh, you know, if you're hearing this, we'd love for you to come in. Just check us out and. Uh, you know, come on down and, and taste some history with us and hell, drop some knowledge on us. We're constantly learning. Sure. I'll be, you know, to be the master of tobacco or the master of wine or the master of booze. I mean, it's a lifetime just for a label, let alone all this stuff. So I'm constantly learning and uh, come in and drop some knowledge on us and we can learn together and uh, look forward to sharing this this uh, awesome place with, with everybody, really. So. Yeah, it is a fun place. Yes, oh. super proud of it. I'm super this, proud of this, it. Well, this has to be. Want it to be a this, museum? It's very museum. I mean, you're around at the dates on um, uh, some of. But them. it's still approachable, yeah, and you yeah. can take something home, you know, very for cool. 100 bucks or whatever from the 60s or 70s or whatever. So but whatever your budget is, there's something here for that's you. Right. That's that yeah. you don't I mean, have to leave. If you have no money and you're looking for a special gift, we got you covered. If you have more money than God Himself, like come on down, like you can chop her in. You, you can land on. Top of the building. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and your chopper fee will be free because it's basically half off any other place ripping you off online. So. But they've got the they've, they've got the landing pad on top of the building for your chopper, right? That's true. <laughs> or your chopper, however you want to say chopper. it. Chopper. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's hot. This has been uh, I, you guys. Honestly, if this should be a destination. You guys have you guys are working with the B line, right? Yeah, so we're pumped to be on the B line. We're all on it together. Uh, you know, super excited. We're we're finally on there. Um, you know, if you visit us within like a mile, there's uh, like ten of the top 100 bourbon bars in the United States. You can get incredible food. There's awesome distilleries. Uh, we have a book. We'll stamp it for you. Actually, if you, you go to a few different ones, they'll send you a Glen Karen just for showing up. You don't even have to make a purchase. Just go check this out. And, you know, we're all in it together. We want to lift the community up. I mean, the place I could care less about is like Jimmy John's. It's like the only chain restaurant. And I want them to be on a three-day sandwich time here. So that means uh, everybody's freaking busy as shit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, the, but, you know, if you come down to Kentucky like we are, too, we are king. This is kicking us off yes. for the week of the next weekend is Kentucky Bourbon yep. Festival. We do this now. This is our fourth year of coming down this time of year. We first we started off on Thursday, but that now it's the whole week before we we get up. That this is the kickoff event for us, but. This is where you need to kick off if yeah. you're coming up. This is the start Ohio. of the bourbon trail, right, right here. Right. This come is down. it. If you start here and then come down. down. Well, this this is the most awesome place to start because you get history, you get uh, reasonably priced, fantastic whiskey, uh, yep. bourbon, and whiskey. Now you know, or whatever spirit. Like you bring your wife, yeah. and she likes. If you want your own vintage spirit bar at home, you you know, we don't do vintage drinks yet, but like if you wanted like uh, a couple different old liqueurs or gin or vodka or tequila, whatever, like you can make vintage, you know, uh, drinks and uh, like at your home for a fair price, uh, you know, where else in the world, right? So 
Uh, yeah, we, come on down. Let's come see this place. And like it's ever changing. You uh, can walk away with a part of history here too. Yep. Start that off. You know, everybody goes on the trail. They're buying their new stuff. But at the same time, just start it off here and walk away with history because there's not a lot of places that are this this atmosphere. That I would say you know you name you know you said the beeline, um, but it, not in one day. But between like a place like this and uh, several other bars and restaurants that are on it, I think you can taste like seventy or eighty percent of like maybe not every bourbon ever made, but like from National Distillers or Stitzelweller. And then you can go there and taste the new thing that's high end that I might not have. And so you can really expand your palate. And so instead of running around like a chicken with your head cut off, buying all these bottles, taste it before you buy it. Go frequent these bars, give some business, taste it. Then once you find the the thing that you gravitate to, go get it, come here and buy it. Yeah. You know, go to Party Source, get it online, trade for it, whatever you gotta do. And uh, you know, come taste history with us. So. Well, this is like the chicken coop before you fly. Yeah. There you go. So then you can go crazy after you leave here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, anything else to add? How about you, CT? You got Nothing. It? As uh, as many times as we've been here, it always gets better. I will say that. I mean, uh, six times or so in here, every time is a great experience, a new experience. And I can't thank you guys enough for the kind words and just making time to be here. So times, you know, it's that. That's the one thing that's tough to give, right? And so, really appreciate you guys just being here. Hey, so. Well, we I, appreciate you having yeah. us. This I, is, I throw it out there. I, I don't throw out kind words unless the kindness is actually he real. He doesn't so. throw out kind words. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Carl's not here. And ask Carl. Carl yeah. knows that he doesn't throw out kind no, words. No, no. So, I mean, it, it's like it, this, this – all I – here, revival is real. That's the, yeah, that's yeah. just real. It's a place where you come. There you got real people, real whiskey, real everything. So – it's a play. It definitely is a uh, a bucket list destination. Uh, I'm so glad that we got a chance to meet you and yeah, dude, we're all homies yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, can't wait out. to see you on Friday. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. yeah, come down to the Bur- you know Kentucky Bourbon Fest in Bardstown, Kentucky, and uh, we should be down there Friday and Saturday at least. Uh, maybe Sunday, we'll see. But uh, yeah. we'd love to see people down there, and let's let's cut it up and uh, let's all be boys and, and chicks and homies. So. Yep. And how long that party goes is how long you're gonna stay. <laughs> yep. He'll be there till Sunday. All right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll and here at Revival, you know, we'll keep the light on for you. So, <laughs> All right, everybody. There we go. This is the first podcast of the season five of the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. I think we uh, did a great – I think it was great. I mean, honestly, uh, I'm, I'm sufficiently uh, – Lubricated. So. <laughs> what kind of podcast were you on? <laughs> One where we're talking about touching. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, anyways, everybody, uh, thanks, thanks for watching. Uh, remember, uh, we're the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. www.scotchybourbonboys.com for all your Scotchy Bourbon uh, merchandise, and then also remember. Uh, Drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, and uh, good bourbon equals good times and good friends, and make sure that you go out and live your life dangerously. Little Stevo is going to take us out. This is where the scotch bottle comes in. He leaves the Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's Alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. 
I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts.